Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hey! Uh, over the past week, I went through and played Life is Strange 2. Mm-hmm. So this is a game that I've really been holding out on, and I'm not 100% sure why. It's one of those weird things where I loved Life is Strange, the first one. Like, loved yeah. it. Before the Storm, the weird side game. Loved it. Yeah. And then this one is just like, no, nah, I'm good. Was it just because I've heard? Because I heard people who are like super fans of the first one. It's like they like maybe not necessarily the gameplay of Life is Strange, like the IP of Life is Strange, but mostly like just those characters. So like mm-hmm. something coming out that's like in that IP that's not necessarily those characters is not as interesting. That was kind of part of my thought. I think I realized as I was playing it the two things, and one of them was that was like Max yeah. and Chloe was why I liked Life is Strange. I liked their story. Mm-hmm. I liked what was happening. That's why I liked Before the Storm because again, it was a prequel to that. It carried over with all of that. Whereas yeah. this one, it's two brand new people. You don't know anything about them. And again, this the story, the setup for it, which is, oh, it's just two brothers walking down the road, was kind of the the yeah. initial marketing for this. I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so it's just like that never, that sure. really never hit with me. Uh, and then the other reason I realized that I think I wasn't interested in this is it comes preloaded with Captain Spirit. Which I did play. Oh, and sure. Did not like. What did you? Oh, I'm surprised. I, oh, I didn't I remember like. You're I didn't like. The... I didn't like the weird stuff with like the kid. Like the kid was okay. like too. Because a lot of Life is Strange is like all these like bad things that happen in people's lives and everything. And I felt sure. real uncomfortable with it being like a six year old. And and that felt real funky to me. So initially, I think that's what I was like. Oh, this is like the lead into like Life is Strange too. Like, and we're doing. Uh, and then because life is strange yeah. too daniel is like i think he's nine and ten the game takes like a place over about a year i think he's nine and ten in the game yeah. so it's kind of that same like uh, i don't know how i feel about that with the little i don't know if i'll be able to make it through that so do you just have like a thing with like just kids and like tough situations sort of stuff that you just like, I, yeah. try to oh, okay yeah. yeah like teenagers whatever you made your own mess like <laughs> sure. you're like you're, you're close enough to be an adult you made your own mess like especially if it's yeah. not somebody else doing it. like i can handle that but it's like this kid's like especially with captain spirit because i think the kid was like six or seven and it's like yeah oh, this just feels icky sure sure no I, I i can totally get that yeah but i realized that because they're actually the epi- second episode is and i didn't even realize like how close these were tied into the second episode you go and stay in the house next to the kid from captain spirit Oh, that's kind of fun. Okay, so it was, so like, it was yeah. It, it like specifically suggests before you start episode two, like, hey, if you haven't played Captain Spirit, you should go play Captain Spirit. <laughs> this is the Captain Spirit episode. <laughs> it, it literally is because like yeah. the t- the and I I don't remember his name. The kid from Captain Spirit and Daniel, the main the little kid from Life is Strange two, are like best friends for this episode. Like the episode oh, is kind fun. of like you move in with your grandparents for a second. You live with your grandparents for a second, and while you're there for these couple months, they become best friends. Oh, okay. That's so. Great. It's like okay, yeah. that's kind of cool. You don't miss anything if you haven't played Captain Spirit, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that was kind of my hesitation with it was just those two factors were just so like dwelling on me. That's like I really sure. want to play this because I like the idea of Life is Strange. I like what happened. This just feels funky. Like it just it didn't feel like what I wanted for a Life is Strange. From Life too. Is, yeah, yeah. The other thing too is one of my favorite parts of Life is Strange. The first one was the time mechanic, where yes. you could pick yeah, a choice. Yeah go back, go, ooh, I'm going to do the other one. And that because yeah. the powers switch in each one, um, and this one isn't there. You don't have that. It just plays more like your normal straightforward dialogue choice, story choice game. So yeah. that not being there, I think, also kind of made me pump the brakes a little bit on and go, oh, well, that was kind of the unique thing. Is this any different than any of these other games? Because at this point, I think 
there's a bunch of games doing this. Yeah, yeah. Now, so I do have to say though, all in on Life is Strange after this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny because the things you're talking about, it's kind of like, what does the Life is Strange IP even mean? If it's yeah. not a school, if it's not time travel, if it's not those two characters, and like, what is Life is Strange? And, and that's the yeah. thing is that's where this one just never really struck me as a Life is Strange too, but more as its own individual project, just because those the things that I look at as Life is Strange just weren't there. It's just, oh, it's just a story choice game. And that's essentially what it is. It's a story chase game about, I'm guessing, it seems to be at this point, high schoolers in rough situations. And there's like like bad things happening around them. Um, In the first one, you're looking at a kidnapping in this one. um, Basically, when... So Daniel, your younger brother, you play as Sean, your younger brother basically gets these powers. And his powers are kind of like the... I don't even know what you call them, like pushing stuff around, like exploding, making things like not like explosion explosions, but just like push and like a house falls down. Oh, like telekinesis? Yeah, telekinesis, but like less directed. He slowly but surely gets there. Yeah. It's the thing where they they scream and everything explodes around them sort of thing. That's exactly, 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 exactly. (laughs) Yes, that thing. I'm not sure if that fits his telekinesis. Eventually gets to the point by the end where it's like, oh, yeah, he's just like straight like picking up rocks and force pulling and force pushing stuff. But Oh, that's cool. um, But so the story starts with basically you get into like your neighbor is picking on your younger brother and you and again, this is spoilers for like the first 20 minutes. um, You accidentally push him down and then I don't know. It's never clear on if you actually kill him or not. But you definitely oh, okay. like knock him out. Cops show up and cops kill your dad. Jesus when the Christ. cops shoot your dad, <laughs> your your younger brother, his powers like explode, knock back, yeah. kill the cop. Oh Jesus! And like Christ. knock down like the houses and everything else around there. So basically, you're going like I have no fucking way to explain this, and you and your younger brother take off and run. And that is the setup for this game. That's an intense setup. That's a very yeah. intense setup. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. And again. Similar with Life is Strange 1, where this, this, it's this kidnapping, it's this weird stuff going on, there's people yeah. pulling guns in the first, and it's the same idea of this really rough setup. And from there, the whole game is basically, your dad has always talked about how he has this awesome place down in Mexico where he grew up, and he still owns this part of land down there. Yeah. And you decide, me and my younger brother, we're running from Seattle to this place down in Mexico. Oh, with okay, no money, no yeah, money, yeah. no nothing we're just running so it's it's a really interesting game because everything each episode feels very segmented so like the first episode is just you and like the seattle northwestern woods Mm -hmm. running away okay so then eventually the second one you go and you end up at your grandparents house because they some way or another contact you you end up with there again i'll kind of keep things as basic as possible you end up there okay shit of course goes bad there (laughs) we go down you go down into california and you find like a hippie commune and you work for like a weed dealer like to make like a little bit of money and live in this hippie commune things of course go bad there like (laughs) (laughs) and then bad things go down there and then you end up in like the nevada desert and like the small Uh, nevada town just do bad things happen there as well Bad things happen there, and and then you and then finally you end up in this Arizona like, um, I just watched Nomadland, like this Nomadland group where you've got like just people living out of RVs, and you end up there for a little bit before ultimately trying to make it down to Mexico to finish it up. So it's it's very segmented, but because these places are so far apart, like side characters don't carry over. So like in the first game, like you've got like your couple like friends from high school that you're talking about and you're talking with. You of course completely cut ties because. 
you're like on the run as fugitives at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The second episode, like I said, is like the Captain Spirit episode. You interact with those people, the neighbors, your grandparents. You, of course, bad things happen, end up in this hippie commune. You leave those people okay. behind. Yeah. You make some really good connections with these people. Leave them behind. So as you go through the game, like every episode is like we are at this location. We're talking to these people. Now there's, of course, like a little bit of carryover. A couple of characters come back towards the end. Mm-hmm. There's one or two that carry over from like one episode into the next, like briefly. Sure. Yeah. You get like a letter from one or like a phone call from one here and there. But for the most part, everyone is very singular. Mm hmm. Which feels weird. I think it does a really good job because then the game is purely Sean and Daniel's story. Yeah, that's my question because you said when you, the things you like about Life is Strange was the two main characters. You didn't say, oh, and I like all the side characters as well. You're like, well, I like these two main characters. So yeah. was it, were they strong enough that you're like, you know, I, the thing you, how do I say this? Like they were strong enough that it, losing those side characters wasn't that big a deal once you got used to it, I guess. Yeah, and that was the thing I was about to say is like, I couldn't even name a side character from Life is Strange outside. There's sure. one that like there, there's one that cameos in this game. And that's the only one I could I could come up with. So I was like, it's not like in the first one where it's Max, Chloe, and uh... other characters. <laughs> yeah. So, but this sure. one really hits at home because in that one, obviously, you were in the same town the whole time. You were in the whole same place. You were dealing with the same people. So they yeah. were there. This one is just like, no, we're just going to scrap them from episode to episode. Okay. Which again, there's like one or two that carry over, but for the most part, like they're very very minor. And they kind yeah. of are just there to push Sean forward in some ways. So, like the first dude you meet is this like wilderness explorer writer. He's like a hippie dude from California who's just like, oh, yeah, my job is just to travel around the country and write about places. Yeah. yeah. And he like gives you a ride and he like talks this whole time about like, oh, you know, like you don't have to like just be sucking like what you were. And like in this, they're, they're there purely to push Sean forward in some way or another, like as a yeah. character once he's That's made it cool. to that step. Okay, those characters are pretty much worthless. We're just going to have them there to have them there. Nope. <laughs> They've okay. done their duties. They've You've done, done your job. Sort of Go thing. away. And again, yeah. because you're so focused there, I think it really does help you get a connection with Sean and Daniel as you go through the game. Yeah. So what's some of these situations? I mean, not, I'm not going to ask you for specific, but it's like a sort of theme to the situations. Like, are they... are? It's, it's interesting because the game to me has a sort of cartoony is not the right way to explain it but it seems like the themes though are like really heavy does it just go into like super heavy themes like the is it just is it five episodes of like really just you're mostly exhausted at the end of each episode sort of thing i kind of um okay i think there's enough there's enough resolution in each episode because again normally for most of them you end up out of a situation by the end of it okay granted that situation so like normally it ends with like Sean and Daniel is having like, oh, all right, well, we can still do it together. And as long as we're together, you know, it kind of ends with that kind of yeah. feeling to it. So I think that helps. But mm-hmm. it's definitely like, oh, man, like there's a whole lot of stuff with their mom, like because their mom sure. basically straight up abandoned them like six years before the story, six or seven years before the story happened. OK, Jeez. so there's a lot of that that comes up in a couple episodes where it's like. I hate my mom. Like, I never want to see her again. Like, all this. So that comes up and stuff. And you're dealing with your grandparents in the second episode because it's your mom's parents. Oh, Your mom straight up abandoned okay, sure. you. So 
there's that there's um again there's like all these things of like of course like high school stuff of like well how do i fit in like who am i actually all this stuff it's very heavy but again i think part of it is having daniel who's like nine i think alleviates that a little bit because you always have to kind of go back into that like big brother like no buddy like it's all good like yeah let's just (laughs) let's let's play let's play card game for a little bit and you just have that moment of levity in between these things where you're like oh okay deep breath breath." (laughs) (laughs) sure 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 yeah but yeah, I mean, it's great. Uh, the one weird thing about this, too, I think that's kind of differentiates it from Life is Strange is Sean has no powers. Your character has no power. He is not special in any oh, way. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Your brother is the one who does. So, like, a lot of it is you, like, trying to deal with how do I handle my brother who now has this crazy power and yeah, how do yeah, I yeah. help him as just, like, normal 16-year-old kid. Oh, that's kind of cool. So, like, a lot of it will be, like, in situations you go, okay... I can choose to do this or I can choose to tell Daniel to use his power to like oh, stop geez. this. Yeah. yeah so yeah. again, like minor spoilers, there's one where you're like working in like a weed camp with of course some shady characters because sure. <laughs> obviously, and yeah. like there's like a couple of interactions you get to where it's like, do I try and resolve this or am I like, just Daniel, just use your powers, like knock us out of the situation and let's run. And you know run, what I mean? Yeah, Cause you're, yeah. cause you're on the run from so many people where it's just like, do I talk this character down? Do I personally try and get like aggressive with him? Or am I just like, push him, Daniel? <laughs> Let's go. I mean, yeah, I mean, is there definitely like points when you're, is there, I mean, where the choice is like interesting then? It's not, it sounds like the choice is like kind of interesting, like it have some like major repercussions within that episode at the very least. Yeah. And the way the game works for like your ultimate, there's five endings is you've got like a, a let's, let's binary it down to like good, bad. I don't want to get more specific. Now. Let's just say it's good, bad. Um, you can pick good, but you're with Daniel, who, of course, at this point, by the end of the game, is, like, super, like, under control of his powers and everything. But if you've been, like, a dick and you've acted like a dick through the game and you've, like, shown Daniel that, like, no, we don't give a shit what happens with other people, he'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And just go, nope, fuck you, I'm checking the bad shit. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, like, if you've been, like, really yeah. nice and, like, helpful and you've been like, no, hide our powers, like, don't, don't be a jerk to people, like, do this. Yeah. And you're like no, it's time to, me- we're done with this shit. It's over. And he'll be like, no, this isn't how we handle things. And like, oh, that's fun. Yeah, so yeah. like you, the game ends on essentially a binary choice, but all of those choices kind of like teeter Daniel back and forth to which way he's going to go. If he's going to ultimately agree with you or not, because ultimately yeah. he's the one who has this like incredible power. So were you, were you satisfied with your, I mean, I'm not gonna ask you what your ending was, but were you satisfied with it? Were you like, yep, that makes sense. It was, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I got, it was one of those things where I went and I was like, okay, well, I got to see the other endings now. So I went through yeah. and watched all the endings just on YouTube, and I definitely liked my ending better than the other ones. There were okay, some other ones fine. that, again, I didn't play that way throughout the game, where it's like, that is not what should happen. <laughs> <laughs> so mine feels cool. much better even yeah. watching the other ones. It's like, okay, like this fits for how Daniel and Sean handled the situation throughout it. So yeah. It, it's a really good game. Like I was actually shocked. I'm almost. I'm kind of sad that I actually waited for it instead of actually playing it through. So now, of course, yeah. I've got to go buy True Colors when that comes out. But that's very fun. So yeah, I guess at the end of that, what what is the what is the Life is Strange franchise like? For is it just is it like you said? It's just teens in bad situations. Is that kind of the? It's like teens in bad situations where they get weird powers. Okay. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's an, and then it, you know and you know the story's gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah, and the story's gonna be pretty good. It's got good choices in it. Like. Again, there there were moments throughout the entire thing where I'm like, okay, this is a solid yes or no choice. This is a choice I'm interested in. This is a choice I want to know. Like, oof, this is a tough decision. Like, or, and again, there were some where it's like, <laughs> that's the easy choice. That's the dick choice. Like, yeah, yeah. But I think you can play it either way, and it works really well. So, 
Yeah. We are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter, Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever we're listening, and we will see you later. Bye.